Episode 24, Show Up, Filled Up. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Episode 24 of The John Becker Show. We were off last week because I was spending time with my wife, and I just didn't get around to recording a podcast. I'm trying to keep what's most important first and foremost in 2020, and at the top of that list is time with the most important person in my world, my beautiful wife, Kate. So when I realized that I wasn't going to get a podcast done last week, I was initially uncomfortable. I mean, I want to be consistent and provide uh, regular content for my listeners, but that discomfort evaporated pretty quickly when I reminded myself of my revised goals for 2020 number one of which is to be present for my family. And that's why it's important not just to make goals, but to review them regularly. It's easy to forget our why and focus on the what and the how. What do we want to accomplish? And how are we going to accomplish those goals? But here's the thing. If we achieve great things in the eyes of the world and we leave our family behind, we are not succeeding. We're failing big time. And we need to remind ourselves of this on a regular basis. And that's just what I'm trying to do. Our quote of the week is from America's foremost motivational speaker, Tony Robbins. And Tony says that no matter how many mistakes you make or how slow your progress, you are still way ahead of everyone who isn't trying. Now, that resonates with me a lot because I've spent most of my life beating myself up for not making faster progress on my goals. Throughout life, I've often given up on things that weren't bearing fruit as fast as I wanted them to. And even in the last year, I've been frustrated that I wasn't achieving the things I wanted to achieve far more quickly. In fact, I spent the last six months of 2019 chasing hard after speaking opportunities and opportunities to get out and uh, meet with organizations and things like that. And it was often at the expense of time with my wife and kids. I wasn't seeing the results that I wanted to, and so I was setting goals for 2020 to work even harder and chase after what I wanted with even more focus than I did last year. And I wasn't really seeing what that might be doing to my family relationships. And then, as I've shared in previous episodes of this podcast, On December 14th, just a couple weeks before I was planning to sprint into the new year, my wife and I had a conversation that kind of changed my plans. After that conversation, I decided that I needed to slow down, so I actually made a conscious decision not to put any effort into pursuing speaking opportunities for at least the first couple months of 2020 so that I could better focus on spending time with my family. And I've stuck to that commitment, but guess what happened? In the last six weeks since January 1st, I've had more fun with my family than I've probably had in a long time. I'm focused on intentionally dating my wife on a regular basis, and I'm spending more time with my kids. And if I have to skip recording a podcast in order to spend time with my family, I'm okay with that. I haven't reached out to any organizations to to pursue speaking opportunities in the last six weeks, but something interesting has happened. In the past couple of weeks, I've had people reach out to me from two different organizations, one of them based in Ohio and the other based in Atlanta, Georgia, and they both want to talk to me about speaking to their organizations. I'm, I'm very excited. I, I, you know, I worked really hard in 2019 to lay some groundwork, um, and it looks like some of that groundwork for speaking opportunities is starting to bear fruit. 
But I didn't have to sacrifice any time in the last six weeks with my family to pursue those opportunities. They're coming to me, which is kind of what I was hoping would happen eventually. Now, we'll see where those opportunities go. One of them I've pretty much locked in, I believe, and the other one I'm going to be having a meeting with the uh, event planner to talk about. But I'm content to make progress in my speaking career, even if it's slow progress, because I'm still way ahead of anyone who isn't really trying. So the title of this episode is Show Up, Build Up. And what does that mean? What does it mean to show up filled up? The expression might be somewhat self-explanatory, but for those of you who aren't sure, um, it simply means that when you arrive in any situation, whether it's to work or your church or a family gathering, if you show up to a corporate event or a meeting, you need to be prepared to give out of an abundance so that you can serve other people instead of showing up empty and needing other people to fill your cup and meet your needs. And of course, that's not always possible. Sometimes we find ourselves in a place where we need others to fill us up. Maybe we're tired or lonely. Maybe we're hurting. And the companionship and encouragement of other people can provide whatever is necessary to fill a mental or emotional need. And that's okay. I find myself in that place uh, more often than I would like, to be honest. I'm very much of an emotional person. And when I'm on an emotional high... I am able to pour out of that abundance of emotion and maybe meet the needs of other people who are feeling a little bit low. But the flip side of being that emotional person is that when I'm feeling low, I feel like I have absolutely nothing that I can give to other people. So it's a good idea as a general rule if we can be someone who shows up prepared to pour into the lives of others. If we can do that, we're going to have a greater impact on those people around us. And those are the kinds of people who can create movements that change the world. In fact, I'm part of such an organization. Uh, most of you know that I published my first book last year. In fact, it's been a year next week. My book came out in the middle of February of 2019. So I'm coming up on my one-year anniversary of The Flunked Out Professor. I'm pretty excited about that. And I published that book through an organization called Author Academy Elite. And I'll put a link to AAE in the show notes in case anybody wants to check them out. If you've got a book that is uh, burning a hole in your insides and you just want to get it done, I would encourage you to look into Author Academy Elite. It is a phenomenal program that get, helps you get your book published uh, by coaching you through the process. And I cannot recommend it enough. And the founder of Author Academy Elite is a guy by the name of Kerry Oberbrunner. And Kerry is a guy who has created a movement that is changing lives. Along with Author Academy Elite, Kerry and his partner David Brandenhorst have created multiple companies for entrepreneurs, authors, and speakers. People like myself, who never believed that they could publish a book, have found their voice through AAE. And Kerry and David have a tribe of more than 2,000 members all over the world called the Igniting Souls Tribe, who are passionate about changing the world. Igniting Souls is growing so much that Carrie and David decided to create local chapters of the larger group so that we can gather locally to encourage and support one another in our business and writing endeavors. And I'm really privileged to have been selected to lead the Chicago chapter of the Igniting Souls Tribe. So we had our first Chicago area meetup last week. It was awesome. 
And Carrie, who is based out of Columbus, Ohio, happened to be in Chicago on business. So he came to our meetup out near O'Hare Airport, and he was there to encourage us and inspire the group, and we just had an incredible time. There were 14 of us, including Carrie, some of whom drove up to three hours from uh, all the way over near Iowa. Some people came up from uh, northwest Indiana just to get together and encourage one another uh, and have fellowship at Moretti's Pizzeria in Rosemont, Illinois. It was fantastic. By the way, I will put a link to Moretti's restaurant also in the show tag because uh, in the show notes because their food is fantastic. And uh, I think that I could see us having regular meetups at Moretti's restaurant. Um, of course, the only drawback was that when 14 people are gathered around a table together, they want to be able to talk. And we didn't have a private room, so it got a little bit loud. But I just had a great time of fellowship, and the food was superb. So. Anyway, that's an aside, but I wanted to share that with you. So the folks that were gathered there, some of them have already completed and published their books, like myself, and there were a couple of other people. One of our members, I want to send a shout out to Stephanie. She brought the proof copy for her book. Now, a proof copy is a copy that you get back from the publisher before the book is published so that you can go through it and see if there are any mistakes that need to be caught before the permanent publishing. And Stephanie brought her proof copy. She was so excited about that, and we were all excited along with her. Her book is going to be published in April, and we're going to uh, really be excited for her when that happens as well. And there were some members who are still working on their manuscripts, and nothing wrong with that, getting their book written in its initial form. And we even had a couple people who haven't even started writing their books yet. They have a vision for what they want to create but they haven't put pen to paper and begun that process yet. So we had a wide spectrum of, uh, of authors in various stages of the writing process. None of that mattered because the fact is that we were a like-minded group of people who all have a similar dream about creating a book, and every one of those people showed up, filled up. It was pretty awesome. Now, as a leader, and I've had the opportunity to lead in a variety of organizations, I sometimes struggle not to be, quote unquote, in control of everything. Being a leader is as much about delegating and allowing the people that you're working with to take ownership and take charge of things. Being a leader is not doing all the work. And if there's anybody out there who calls themselves a leader and they're doing everything, I would challenge them on that. Because you cannot do everything and do it effectively. You just don't have the gift mix. You know, we're all gifted in a variety of different ways. And there are things that I can do and can do very well. And there are other things that I am not good at. So it was really cool when I showed up to our first meetup as the leader of this organization, this chapter, the Igniting Souls Chicago chapter. And I didn't have to do everything. It was so cool. One person took the initiative to create a communication plan for the group. She began collecting email addresses and uh, cell phone numbers for anybody who wanted to share that. And she's putting together a contact list so that we can communicate easily with one another. Another member had an idea for some branding opportunities for the Chicago chapter, which I just thought was fantastic. I was really excited when she... Uh, made a suggestion for how we could kind of identify ourselves among the larger tribe 
as the Chicago chapter, and she's been looking into that, and she's communicated with me this week about some information she's found. So I was really, really encouraged by the uh, by the initiative that some of those individuals showed. And other people suggested that at future meetups, maybe we could provide speaking opportunities for anyone in the group who wanted to speak um, on a topic that might be of encouragement or benefit to other members of the group. So I'm really excited because all I really have to do is is show up and let the group do its thing and just kind of keep it on target. Another member of the group had contacted me ahead of time and said, hey, I'll, I'll find us a place to meet so that you don't have to because I live up here in the Chicago area. And for me, um, by the way, I'm one of the people who had to come from northwest Indiana. It was a couple-hour drive for me, which is not a big deal. I don't mind making that drive up to Chicago near the airport. But I didn't know any of the restaurants up there that would be good. And so one of our members said, I'll do it. I'll find us a place to meet. And she did that. So I was grateful. And we just had an absolutely amazing event. Now, again, we're in Chicago. It's a high-population metropolitan area. And so we had a fair number of members of the um, of the Igniting Souls tribe that live in and around Chicago. There are over 2,100 people in the tribe worldwide. And uh, that might not sound like a lot, but, you know, across the whole world, of course, 2,100 people is not a huge number. But to pull in uh, 14 people from in and around the Chicago metropolitan area for meetup, and we even had a few people who couldn't make it for one reason or another. So um, it was pretty exciting to get all those people together. Uh, The energy in that room was something that has stayed with me for the past week, and I can't wait for our next meetup. We've already got it scheduled in May. We're looking at where we can meet that might provide a facility where we can have some speaker opportunities without the hustle and bustle of the the crowd in a restaurant. But again, I've got people in the tribe, or in the chapter, I should say, in the Chicago chapter, who are willing to do that, who are willing to take the time to, to find out a good location for us. So I'm just really grateful for this group of people. They all showed up ready to serve one another, and the outpouring of generosity, the energy in that room was just unbelievable. Um, That was my biggest takeaway. Everybody showed up ready to give. They wanted to uh, share out of their talents and abilities. Uh, They just wanted to uh, meet the needs of everyone else. Um, Some of those individuals who haven't finished their book yet, they were encouraged by those of us who were further down the publishing path. You know, I remember when I first started uh, trying to get my book written. I actually went to the um, Author Academy Elite Conference a couple of years ago when I just had an idea for my book and I had just joined AAE and I was feeling very intimidated and I showed up at this conference and there were all these people who had already published their books or who were in various stages of it and they just fueled me and they filled me up and they gave me the the, uh, energy and the vision and the passion and the focus for where I needed to go. And now, uh, two and a half years later, I'm in that position where I get to uh, pour into those people who haven't started writing their books yet. And I remember where they were, and I get excited because I get to encourage them along the same journey that I took. So it was really, really cool. Um, I was really filled up by the generosity of the members who wanted to serve the chapter and to help it grow. Ideally, we would love to get more members in the Chicago chapter, and of course that means growing the uh, the Igniting Souls tribe as a whole, which, you know, will help fill up uh, 
Carrie's cup, so to speak, Carrie Oberbrunner's cup, is he sees more people around the world who are being uh, challenged and inspired to write their own books and create their own businesses based on the vision he had for this several years ago. You know, as I as I headed back home from that meetup, I was just so uh, emotionally on a high. I was so filled up and energized by what I had experienced. And uh, I have to believe that Carrie, as he drove back to the airport, he had to be filled up emotionally. And, and just knowing that the business he started in order to give people a voice in publishing their books is growing. It's creating relationships in Chicago, not just in Chicago, but in the 66 chapters of the Igniting Souls tribe that exist all around the world. There are there's a tribe in South America, or a chapter, I should say. There's a chapter in South America. There are several in Europe. There are a couple in Australia. They are popping up all over the place. I know of at least one in Asia, two in Asia. I think there's one in Singapore and one in Taiwan or Thailand. And these are people who have a similar vision for creating a book or growing a business. And it it all stemmed from Carrie's vision for for providing a way for people to publish their own books. And by the way, the best thing is, and I wasn't going to necessarily go down this route, but but one of the best things about Author Academy Elite is that you as the author get to keep 100% of the proceeds from your book. It's not like a traditional publishing house where you uh, sign a contract and they keep like 80% of the royalties from your book or whatever it is. I honestly don't know what it is because I didn't go through a traditional publishing house. Um, with Author Academy Elite, you pay for a coaching program, an 18-month coaching program, and within the fees in that coaching program are included the costs to create the cover for your book and get the ISBN numbers and the Library of Congress numbers for your book to get a first <clears throat> excuse me to get a first pass on the editing of uh, your introduction and first chapter of your book. All of these things that you just don't know what you have to do, you're coached through the entire process. And when it's finally done, you get a book. You have published a book that when you sell it, you get all the money. It doesn't go back to uh, the publishing company. So I can't recommend it enough. Um, there is an initial investment. Then you can make monthly payments on that. But Author Academy Elite... Um, the program has changed my life. I can honestly say that. And it's changed the lives of hundreds of other people who have gotten their books published through Author Academy Elite. And I have to believe that when Carrie sees and hears about the people whose lives have been changed by the program, that it fills him up and it enables him to go out, filled up, and pour into the lives of other people. So, where in your world can you show up filled up? Is it at your church or your workplace? We talked about that earlier. Maybe you have a friend who's struggling right now, and you have the authority and influence in their lives to be an encourager to them. Or maybe uh, someone who can speak directly into their life if they're doing some things or if they're living a lifestyle that is not conducive to taking them where they want and need to be. Maybe you have that authority in their life to... Uh, speak into that. I'm working really hard in 2020 to show up filled up for my wife and kids. That's the decision I made on December 14th 
after that conversation with my wife that I need to show up filled up for my wife and kids. And I want to tell you, I'm going to be completely transparent here. It's not always easy. Sometimes we're going to fail. Um, Sometimes we just get frustrated with people in our lives and we just don't have any more to give. Sometimes that's with our kids when we see them making decisions that we wouldn't make. Sometimes when that's with our spouse when we see them doing something uh, or reacting to something in the same way that they have throughout our marriage and it's always been a frustration to you. And believe me, I'm not speaking ill of my wife when I say that because I know that in 32 years of marriage, there are plenty of times when she's been fully frustrated with me over things that I have probably done repeatedly throughout our marriage that she's talked about and I've just never quite managed to uh, fix. But that's part of marriage. That's part of uh, that's part of loving one another unconditionally and um, trying to become a better spouse to our partner. And so that's what I'm trying to do. I'm really working hard to do that. That's the commitment that I've made, that I am going to do everything I can to uh, pour into the lives of my wife and kids. And whatever that looks like, I'm going to do the best I can to show up filled up on a daily basis. So... I hope that when you fail, and you will, I hope that when you fail in your effort to show up filled up for people in your life, that you'll get up and dust yourselves off and try again. And I hope that this week you can be the encourager that someone in your world needs, whether that's someone in your workplace, someone in your church, a friend, someone in your own family. I'm sure there's going to be someone who comes across your path this week who's feeling pretty empty. And you don't know who that person is going to be and you don't know when that opportunity is going to come. Just remember that you never know what small thing you may be able to say or do for someone that can radically change their life. I want to thank you again for tuning into this episode of The John Becker Show. Remember that this episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Crown Media Group. Is your brand marketing stale? Does your website need a makeover? If so, then I urge you to head over to my friends at crownmediagroup.com. They do spectacular work at affordable prices, and they have the best customer service in the industry. Check them out today. And if you're enjoying the show, head on over to iTunes and give us a like and a subscribe. That's going to increase our visibility so that others can find the show and benefit from it as well. And if you found this episode through Facebook, I would encourage you to share it with someone who might uh, need to show up filled up this week or someone who's feeling kind of empty. Uh, If it can encourage anyone, I would urge you to share it with them. That's all the time we have for this episode of The John Becker Show. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, my friends, have a great week.